one who understands the complexities of this ambitious cinematic masterpiece? This movie isn't stupid. You're stupid. I can't believe you committed suicide. I cannot believe you committed suicide. The bitch is back, baby! Yeah, so I was telling Mabel, I says, look, I don't care how big your nipples are, I'm not going to fucking pay you. And she says, well, you need to because that's my job. And I was telling her, look, I don't fucking believe in prostitution, right? And so I'm not going to fucking pay you. But wait, wait, hold on, are we recording right now? What? Definitely so, man. God damn it, Seth. You told me that you were going to tell me when we were going to record. What the fuck? I trusted you. Boom, boom. Well, it's too bad. I broke your trust. God damn it. Uh, all right, fine. You know fine. what, man? Well, whatever. You know I, what? I don't care. You know, you, what? you know what? All right, look. This is the movie So Bad They're Good podcast. All right. So, uh, and Seth is just playing around with sounds. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, this is movie so bad. A good podcast. Let's see. And I'm, I'm with Seth and Ryan. You gotta be go. fucking kidding. Hello, hello. Okay. I guess Ryan's not here. All right, cool. I know oh, I'm here. <laughs> fucking Ryan. Ooh, Ryan. All right. uh, Ryan. So... Ryan. Ryan. Guess what? Yeah. What's up? I would have to ask you very politely, of course. To yank on my dong. How you gonna take that? The ball is in your court. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So uh, we we are uh, covering. So if you've been listening to our other episodes and you've been hearing the intro to all of them, you would know that uh, there there is. In the intro, there's a clip of many of the movies we have covered, and there's only one we have not covered yet, which yeah. is the one that goes, uh, "Bitch is back, baby," and we are finally covering that. Do you? Do you the have bitch is back, that? baby. There it is. Yes, this is for a movie called "Bitch Slap," and it. Is uh, one of my favorites since I bought it in 2011. I was in Walmart. I was looking through older movies, and I saw some movie that's called Bitch Slap, and uh, it just looked incredible. It cost like ten bucks, and I had like twenty bucks on me, so I was like, "Fuck it, why not?" And so I, I watched it. I knew nothing about it, but I bought it, I took it home, and I watched it, and it ended up being the greatest, most awesome, action-packed, like, just incredible, horrible, crappy, piece-of-shit, fucking terrible movie I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Would would y'all agree? Well, with that 20 bucks, you could have bought another copy of Bitch Slap. Uh, uh, of what? You could have got two copies. That way you had a backup in case one of them got scratched. It sounds like you didn't make a wise choice with your investment, sir. Oh, I still have it. It's on my shelf. Yeah, but you can always use a backup. 
<laughs> By the way, it's not called a bitch slap. It's called bitch slap. Yeah, well, I'm not going to scream like that right now. So for me, it's bitch slap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so you need to add more flannel and emphasis on the bitch slap title. Yeah, well, you know what, Ryan? One tasty little minge I'd like to slam like a screen door. That's right, buddy. Coming oh, yeah. You. And what, what's uh, great about this is the the one-liners are just incredible. Yeah, they're, they're pretty insane. That's, that's not all. I mean, so for those who haven't seen it, this movie is, is just it's just balls-to-the-wall craziness, one-liners, explosions, fight scenes, lesbian sex scenes, um, what, flashbacks, like everything you want in an action movie, just times a thousand, all within 90 minutes. I think this is what Ryan wanted like in a movie when I was 13. Yeah, for yeah, sure. This sounds about right. Because there was tits, action, and actors from Hercules' legendary journey. Yeah. Yeah, um, there really was. We have, uh, yeah. I, I love how you're, you're watching half of it. You're halfway through and all of a sudden just Hercules shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, that was very strange. And he's just like, he, it turns out he's the guy who's calling all the shots too. And you're like, holy shit, it's Hercules. Oh, no. And then not only that, but further along the movie, there's the whole like nun portion where like oh all God. of a sudden there's nuns. And the lead nun is none other than, um, what's her name? Lucy Lawless. Um, yes. Xena, warrior princess. Terrible. <laughs> How did they get uh, well, in this movie? That's so insane. I I really wish that this movie was more well known because like I just randomly found it in a well bart, like I said. And I just happened to buy it. And it was so incredible. I have to show it to every single person I've ever met. Nice. And everybody who's seen it is like, yeah, this movie's great. But nobody knows about it other than the people I've personally shown it to. Mm. I didn't know about it till you personally showed it to me. So yeah, yeah that stains water. But yeah, S- same here. Yeah. And are you glad? Are you glad you've seen it now? Smurf shit, skittle piss. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the plot. Yeah, man, so... break down some plotty plot plot. What you got? I got nothing. This movie is just all over the place. <laughs> we have... Um, so the movie starts out, there's three women who do things in slow motion. That's all they do. They just they expose their cleavage and they do things in slow motion. Whenever they do something that's a thing that's a, a thing that they do, it's in slow motion. Yeah. Because the director thought that that was like a good idea, which it was. It was amazing. But like they get out of their car in slow motion, cleavage first. And so, so what, what it is, what we're led to believe is that they're looking for something. We don't know what they're looking for, but thankfully there is a flashback. And the flashback tells us that. They uh, there's 
some item of value here in this like trailer part and this trailer in the middle of the desert. And so then all of a sudden there's this guy in the trunk and then a flashback tells us that he's some Mamba. Okay, cool. And then, uh, anyway, this movie is told in two different ways. There's forwards and there's flashbacks. Like, flashback after flashback after flashback. It's, it's a terrible way to tell a story. It's probably the worst way to tell a story. It's like it's like a regular movie plus memento at the same time. Um... Yeah, so anyway, once you've seen the whole movie, once you've seen all the flashbacks, you realize that there is basically uh, Usual Suspects, where there's this super secret mob boss who turns out to be one of them, who is uh, fucking tricksy, and I I fucking hate that about it. I'll get to that later, but um, the, uh, there, there was... The whole movie, they're, they're talking about the glory hole, and you're like, what? The glory hole? Like, what are you talking about? And then uh, it turns out glory hole is a casino where, like, the mob boss and, like, some terrorists, they, like, sell a nuclear uh, war machine bomb to each other outside of a uh, casino in Vegas. <laughs> And so they um shit goes down and the there's so the the bomb was uh it, it was sold through diamonds. Diamonds got stolen. There was a, uh the, there was a uh the yeah the sorry, I'm 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 getting ahead of myself. Uh the uh atom bomb was lost. And so it, it all comes down to this one time in this desert, and uh, it it's just a mess. I I I, I gotta stop. I, I, yeah, I you you're gonna go down a rabbit hole, man. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> the, the main the the main thing you read you need to know about the plot is that it's it's three girls in a desert looking for something, and then shenanigans. And it's basically it. the slow motion. Don't forget. It, it, there is that. I mean, we do motion. stop. We do stop to see them, like you said, get out of cars very slow. We do stop to see them shoveling dirt very slow. Then we do stop to see them (laughs) splash water on each other very slowly. Like, it does stop. This movie was written by a bunch of horny lesbians who wanted a cool action flick. That's exactly what this movie was. A bunch of horny lesbians who just finished watching a Tarantino film. Yes, exactly that. That actually makes a lot more sense. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Where were you the entire time? I was like stumbling over my words. That is a where were you? That is a perfect (laughs) description of this movie. Is is a bunch of horny lesbians who just got done watching Tarantino flick and was like, we can make a movie like this, and then out comes bitch slap, because it does do the backtrack to a degree where you might want to just shoot yourself because there's literally backtracks. Yeah, they they do the back the Pulp Fiction thing. Oh yeah, they do it, but but they do it like this. Uh, four hours ago, and then the next backtrack. Four hours and three minutes ago, and then it's like five <laughs> oh, days ago, or like four point one seven months ago. Like, and, what the and, fuck and, are you oh, talking like, about? Don't, I, I love, don't, uh, don't forget that these women discover themselves uh, after 
watching their first episode of Xena Warrior Princess. Oh yeah, that is true. Um, but no, just to get get a better glimpse of the plot though, they're looking for something. You assume it's like diamonds or something. Like you were saying, it's at the end. No, there of, are diamonds. There are. Yeah, diamonds. there are diamonds. We, you, that's what we're assuming. It's some. It's like money because they keep making no, it sound that, like. Yeah, that's money. the whole thing. Yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> but they, but they captured this guy. Ring fucking ring. With ring the best ringtone ring. I've ever heard, Gage, and uh, mm-hmm. apparently he has some ties or some incident he had with Pinky, and Pinky is being told as some mysterious bad guy throughout the whole thing. Come to realize at the end of the movie, oh my god, it's one of the girls who like yeah, who's well, there for her ninja sword. She's not there for the money. She's not there for any bomb or anything like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, pretty much each character has their own plot and, yeah. and their own like reason for it. And it's just like there's like many plots in one and it all yeah. just wraps together. And they kinda did that well, but poorly. Yeah, no. <laughs> was it bad that I thought that this movie was in the same universe as Samurai Cop? I would not be surprised if it was. I mean, I could wow. see a world where, like, she killed Samurai Cop and took his sword that he never had in the movie. There you say and, that. Like, now she has Cause, the cause, sword. Because when they actually show it for the first time, it's a shadowy figure with, like, long kind of dress. Could have been Samurai with Cop. a black trench coat and yeah. a Samurai sword. <laughs> and I'm like... Is that Samurai Cop? Yeah. No, it, that would have been awesome if it was Samurai Cop, and that was Pinky. Like, that that <laughs> would have been the best reveal ever. And then this but movie yeah, would have it, been it much just, better. It, it just turns into, like, female version of Usual Suspects yeah. where, with Kadri Sose. Because they, they talk about like, Pinky beginning. They're like, oh, who's Pinky? And, and they're like, oh, fucking, what's her name? So oh, I wait. Let, I do have... I do have the, the, the line here. Here you go. This is them talking about who Pinky is. So. If it, uh, there we go. So, who is this Pinky person? Guys? Pinky's a notorious underworld figure. Runs drugs, weapons, industrial contraband. Organizes hit squads, counterfeit rings rumored to have government contracts for wet work and supplying terror cells. Nobody deals with Pinky directly, and nobody even knows what he looks like. Many believe Pinky's a phantom. Others think he sold his soul to the devil. I think he is the devil. Come on, you're just messing with me. Listen up, Super Bowl. I've seen his victims hanging from hooks, cut open like slaughtered lambs, holding their guts in their hands, pleading for death. I thought it was amazing that they're like I, he sold his soul to the devil. Like that's the that's the idea of who Pinky is is a demon worshiper who's like selling their soul to the devil to get ultimate power, which is pretty great. I, and then, I'm listening. And I'm listening it. to this scene, and I can hear the producers in the background screaming, "Be sexier!" Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> More. But the girl who was asking, well, I, the girl who be- was asking, who's Pinky? That is actually Pinky. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the, that is just, oh my god. Oh, it pisses me off because it's so, it's just the worst, laziest screenwriting, script writing ever. Can you imagine 
Definitely. When she asks, so what's the big reveal? Yeah, 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 toots. What you're going to do is you're going to pour water on yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't worry. We got it. Just, no, we're, we're not even at that part. Right yeah. now, she's like dancing around the shovel like a stripper pole. Oh, yeah, like because she's such a whore that like she just like has <laughs> to pretend in the middle of a desert to she's dance on a pole. She's the most one-dimensional characters ever. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like she's so so much of a stripper that she dances around a shovel like a stripper pole. Yeah, because she's bored and she's like, why not just dance around a pole? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. And then she and then there's the bucket. Well, well, we cannot assume that she's a stripper. <sighs> she has to show us. Well, she did. I mean, we know they even say it, so it's fine. There, 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 there's there's several there's a whole flashback. Yeah. About it. Oh, that multiple had, flashbacks. Flashback, by the way, every flashback has inf- valuable information that we need to know. Her flashback, where she's a stripper, we already know she's a stripper, but there's an entire flashback where she's a stripper and she just like shows this guy her vagina and fucking white light comes that out. That was amazing. And, <laughs> but the entire reason for that flashback is to show that the cop officer fucks. Is uh, oh no, this is what like, he is. No, 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 this is what he is an aficionado of your ass. He's an aficionado exactly. of her ass, exactly. That. Yeah, so like, yeah, so anyway, they're, they're like <laughs> digging up this body, and the, the cop shows up, and so they're and uh, we're, we're already ahead, but the fucking Bob Boss is dead. They we already kind of tackled the plot just in and of itself. We can move on to what's good and what's bad. Cause this yeah, is well, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking about Officer Fox right now. This that is, is true. Officer yeah. Fox is important. I mean, he's not that uh, important. I mean, he's I, really actually, not. Actually, you're right. He's not at all in the least bit. But the movie makes us assume that he's important for a bit. Yeah, for a bit until till Pinky just kills him, just throwing a ninja star. At him. <laughs> the, the movie yeah. the movie tries to explain that he's pretty much the masculinity of this movie. I mean, I and, guess and he's not. So I, yeah, so anyway, so like yeah, the cop comes up, they they're hiding a body in their trunk, and he's Officer Fucks, and uh, and they're, they're like, oh, I hope he doesn't find his dead body in our trunk, and so let's just flirt with him until he goes away. I mean, Which makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, the only masculinity <laughs> so, I saw in this movie was probably Kevin Sorbo. Like, I think that was... Oh, uh, with his it. cool sunglasses? Yeah, that was it. That was the <laughs> only masculinity I saw. I mean, you calling this guy... Yeah, an aficionado of your ass. Bitch. Yeah, you, you, the guy who's... An aficionado of your ass. That guy who delivers that line is... such a bitch. Yeah. He the entire was. movie, like... They flirted with him until he left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. They flirted him yeah. out of the desert. They, they, they <laughs> so... masculinity with Lucy Lawless in this comedy. He, he could have yeah. fucked him, but instead he just left. And so, and so then there's a flashback saying, oh, he's not just a cop. He's a cop who knows who she is, but he didn't say that, and then she didn't say that. And then we find out later when he comes to save the day at the last minute. And it doesn't and make then, any sense. And like, then they matter. handcuffed him to a fucking lamp. They handcuffed him to a lamp. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a dumbass. There was there was no no and, point in him. And then yeah, but he does show up and save the day out of nowhere for the second time and kills uh Psycho Slut. 
He does do that. But, That's the only thing he does. But that could have been done by anybody else. Well, he also killed the uh, the two like tweakers, too. Oh yeah, he did come help. But no, I think he just got shot by him. He didn't kill him because old girl oh, yeah, shot no, him. Yeah, he distracted them and then he got yo yo. Yeah, because the the secret agent chick, she went and got that big ass gun and started shooting him. I think that's that's that, who actually killed him. Oh yeah, doesn't he get his neck snapped? Uh no, wait who? No no he gets yo yoed. Oh, you talking about the tweaker? Yeah, the tweaker. Yes. Yeah, he does get his neck snapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's by the redhead if I remember right because she gets that gun or is it by Camara I don't remember yeah, yeah it's Camara yeah she's actually the other masculinity in this movie it's probably her you know, her angry screaming and stuff so anyway uh so you you mentioned a few minutes ago you want to just go ahead to the bad because yeah we'll get into a lot of these different points the the plot the plot is kind of out there like it's there we we, we've said it it's all over the place and if you're as confused by us telling it yeah if you're confused by us telling it that's fine you'll be confused by watching it as well so it's going to be the same difference so if you want to talk about what's bad we can always start with just the the way they tell this story with all the flashbacks. Which is flashback. it's, it, you know, I did a watch party last night in the Facebook group, mm. and somebody says, like, I disagree with their way of storytelling. Oh. And that, that is the best way to to describe this movie, is I, dis- <laughs> I disagree with their form of storytelling. Yeah, that's true. I disagree with it as well. Yeah, they can shove it. Right up your chutney tube. Exactly. Um, but I do love those those one-liners, though. Oh yeah, it, it was so many flashbacks with no payoffs. Yeah. Well, no, no. It, every flashback had important information. With I mean, no it payoff. did. Like, yeah, it one. did. There was not payoff, and also typically when you do a flashback, you want a flashback because something was said of relevance in the in the scene before. But there was literally moments where they flash back for no reason at all, like. <laughs> like, like if I say, oh, you remember what happened at the the glory hole, then you flash back to something that happened at the glory hole. But there would be moments where they're just like shoveling or they're just like standing doing something. And then yeah. it's a flashback to something for no reason whatsoever. But I mean, it's not well, for no, no, no reason. I, I have seen this movie more times than I'm willing to admit. And every yes, flashback. Yes. I've seen this movie since I bought it in 2011, and <laughs> uh, and by that time I was I, I was uh, in, those were the party days when I put this movie on for fucking everybody I was like getting drunk with, and it was like you need to watch this movie. So I've watched this movie so many times, like probably recited line for line, and every flashback has important information, which is a bad. Yeah, it's a terrible way to start. Yeah, but yeah, we're I, all in agreement with that. I would also say another bad is lesbian fucking, and not that no lesbian fucking is bad, but lesbian fucking they in this movie take was bad. Off. But not only that, she literally gets in between the other girl's leg and starts thrusting like there's some kind of penis there, or even some <laughs> strap on. There's nothing. Well, her arm is down, and so I, I think didn't notice that she's fingering her. I didn't yeah, notice that like, she was fingering. I thought she, because she had it like on the sink and like on like different parts, and she was just thrusting, and I was very confused. 
So I think the director has only like he's done like first of all he's never done porn before. He's always wanted to do porn before, but they didn't let him, so they gave him this project. And he doesn't know how to do porn. He's like, all right, so you just need to do this. And he doesn't know how lesbians work. Yeah. Now, I disagree with you that the directors, the people who made this movie are lesbians. I think just people who don't know what sex is, is about what they think. I don't know. There was a lot of lesbian themes in this movie. Like, to where I felt like it was misguided lesbians. When you were 18, when you were 18, that wasn't like your biggest fantasy, like, lesbians fucking each other. Yeah, I mean, not really. <laughs> it's to have to hit something crazy and dangerous. I mean, not really. I never was really much for lesbian uh, stuff. I, I just no, nothing wrong with it. I mean, teachers own. I just I like a good old fucking a girl getting a good old fucking. That's kind of my my. Well, scene. so does the director of this movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So. Uh, so all right, but speaking of that scene, let me tell you my bad about that scene. Is that what really pissed me off? Was back to the shitty storytelling. This is actually the worst part of the storytelling. Well, actually, not the worst part. I'll get to that later. This is my second most hated part of this movie. Is that so they're dumping water all over each other? Actually, I just remembered my my other most hated part. Let me get to that. They're throwing. They're in the middle of the desert. And they're they, like they only have so much water, and they dump it all over themselves. Like first, Trixie is just like, "Oh, I'm gonna dump this water all over myself," and then she dumps it all over fucking uh, Redhead, and then she dumps it all over uh, Camaro, and then they're just like, it's a five minute scene of them like just throwing all this water, their entire water supply. They need to drink that water. It was, like, pissing me off. And, uh, yeah, apparently they have unlimited water because, like, there is so much water. You know what I'm saying? Actually, you know what you're saying. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And then the length, <laughs> the length of those scenes, too, it was just like, you know, we're here way too long. Like I don't, I don't need to keep seeing this. This whole like techno thing, <laughs> and so anyway, so then they, they go inside the trailer, and then they have this moment, and then for some reason I I can't remember her her name the the redhead, what's her name? Hell, never mind. That's it. Hell. Oh yeah. She she says uh, so that they they get intimate out of nowhere. There's like no chemistry at all. It's just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're, they're all intimate. And she's like, I've never felt this way towards anybody ever before. We shouldn't do this. But then and they can't control their emotions. And then they start going at it. And it's like, holy shit. Like, this is taboo. Like, to like this woman who's never felt this way towards anybody ever before and shouldn't do it. She's going against her nature. She's, she's going against everything she thinks is wrong because it's so hot and she just needs to just 
fuck Trixie? And then flashback to like what, like six months ago, and it shows Trixie with, with her daughter. Yeah, they and have a kid sudden, together. And it shit. shows hell. And then it shows hell. Mm. She's just there. And then they're like, I love being in a relationship with you. Holy shit, what the fuck? Yeah. All of a sudden, it shows that they've already been in an established relationship with a big ass for hat. at least six months. Yeah. What the fuck is this whole, like, we shouldn't do this. I've never felt this way before you, but, like, what? Definitely. It makes no sense. It it's fucking stupid. Yep. It definitely is. And it makes me so mad because, like, one of my favorite things about good movies is the script. I love, I really love good uh, script writing and storytelling and everything. And this is the worst. It just makes me so bad that it just, like, why did they do that? Yeah. No, you're definitely right. You're definitely right. Some, somebody had the money and said, you broads do whatever you want. Yeah, I guess so. Say, say what you want. Who, who I, I feel I feel like the person who did like the uh, screenwriting and storytelling of the whole desert sequence, the whole like beginning to end, was a different person who wrote all the flashbacks. Like those are two completely that would make different a lot of sense. writers. Like they 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 split duties. Like, <laughs> you write the flashbacks, I'll write the story, and then we'll just match them together. <laughs> we'll cut and paste them together to make it make sense. Because why would they do that? It's like I've never felt this way towards anybody. We shouldn't do this. It's not right to like we're already an established relationship six months beforehand. Yeah, no. Like why? It, like it really like it makes me so bad. Well, so, someone thought when they were editing the editing this movie, thought that there were not enough plot twists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's so many plot twists. So we have to at least have one in every single fucking flashback. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a movie with so many plot twists before. Yeah, no, it, it, it's and, and, and that and that was another bad that Ian hit on. No one had any chemistry. Yeah. yeah. No. They're all one-dimensional characters. Like, there's yeah. there's a stripper who's just, like, she's just stripping it up. She's just <laughs> so much of a stripper, except for the fact that she doesn't take her clothes off, which is, like, the yeah, least stripperest thing ever. Not, none of them show any nudity. Like, there is nudity in the movie, but it's in some of the flashbacks with, like, other strippers and yeah. such. Yeah. Yeah. Those characters, yeah. they don't show anything. Like, it's all just, like, a teasing dance that they do, basically. Which leads me to my next bad, which is shortly... All right, let's, let's, go, let's take a trip back to 2011 when I bought this movie. I saw this movie, and I was like, man, this movie is fucking awesome. Only, if only they'd be naked, like... I wish that they took their clothes off. Then I stumbled across a Playboy that year, and I saw the actress. I don't know her name, but she plays the psycho slut Camaro. She did a full frontal on Playboy, and it was like, not only did she just do a full frontal on Playboy that year, but it was like an advertisement for Bitch Lab. It was like, you like her, she's naked, you should see her movie where she's not naked. 
<laughs> it's like, why? If she's posing full frontal for Playboy, why isn't she naked in this movie? That almost sounds like you should have saved that for facts, because I don't think that's a fact in the list. <laughs> that's I'll, funny. I'll, I'll give you a fact of also what's bad is the actress that played Camaro. Her stunt double is a better actress. I believe it. And that's and that's Zoe Bell. There were a lot of stunts. No, no, Zoe Bell was a stunt director. You you didn't see in the fight scene. You can clearly see Zoe Bell in that fight scene. (laughs) I didn't really pay attention that hard to it, but I believe you. I I know they probably didn't get those because I I'll tell you well well we'll stay on the bad because I'll get it to it on good. But um, Ryan, I don't think you've really given much on the bads. Why don't you tell us some of your bads that you have with this movie? Um, my, my issue with this movie was either you had the, the female actresses that were really chewing up scenery and you had the most notable like actors in this movie were just phoning in. Yeah. It's, it's, (laughs) it's like none of them could really act, but they were trying really hard where it's, it's like their, their, their pitch and their tones were not really matching up. Where it's it, it seems like some of them were just yelling, even though you know they're they're like face to face, like like no one knew how to control their volume. Yeah. And, and then Kevin Serbo, mm-hmm. he he just looked like he didn't want to be there. Of course not, man. Well, he was probably not. like doing a favor. <laughs> Somebody was like, and, and I know Kevin. See? We can get him in for like a line or two. And you're like, you serious? Our oh, movie's gonna be awesome. Hey, you know what? I also but, know but, Lucy but, Lawless. But here's the thing, though. Yeah. It's it's like Kevin Serbo, he hasn't really been anything good lately either. He's True. been in a bunch of shit. True. Has he? So, I only know Hercules, so that's it. We've been in a few things. Like yeah. he was so desperate, he was just like, "All right, fine, I'll be in this movie, but hey, can I put on some cool sunglasses?" Trust, trust me, there's a lot of other desperate shit that Kevin Serbo has done throughout the years since Hercules' legendary journey. Luke. Lucy Lawless, I can understand if she's just like, God, what is this awful fucking movie? Yeah. But Lucy Kevin Servo, no, is... he's been in some pretty awful shit. Lucy Lawless has been in some decent shit. She was in Spartacus. Ex- she was in Ash exactly. vs. Evil Dead, the the show. Like she had appearances in those things, and those were pretty awesome. And she had some pretty cool. Exactly. Roles and 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 then you have the actor who plays Eolus from Hercules with this way over the Way over the top Australian accent. Is this like, well, a, like if he, is this like a future of Hercules? Like if you fast forward through time, they're like reborn in the world of bitch slap <laughs> from Hercules because this all the actors from Hercules are in this movie. I hope so. Yeah, and 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 they told the actor to go home and watch a couple episodes of the Crocodile Hunter. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I would have to ask you very politely, of course, to yank on my dome. I, I can't I can't, can't figure out if his acting is good or bad. Right up your chutney tube. You gotta be it's fucking like kidding. He, Those are like it's bad, but like he fucking owns it. True. I actually like, liked him. Uh, his, his accent might have been bad, but he was actually one of my favorite things because he had some of the craziest lines. I trusted you, boom boom. Like stuff like that. Like it was yeah. he was fun. You. One tasty little minge I'd like to slam like a screen door. I mean, that's like the best line there. Oh, right? <laughs> I didn't even get that. I, 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 I texted you earlier, 
But like I wrote down all the one liners. I missed that one somehow. Yeah, no man, you failed. You fucking failed. Yeah. But uh anyway, while we're still talking about bad, we hated part of like it it just infuriates me so much that like it has been a lot of times. My eyes just like burst into flames and steam in my ear comes out of my ears and I'm just like it, it fucking pisses me off. Would you like to know it? You probably already know it, but Yes, I'd like to know. So it, it's the whole usual suspects thing where like the whole movie they're hitting towards this like horrible person named Pinky who actually no first before we even get to this there's a whole thing Camaro says, like, which you you actually like said you liked it, where he's she says, some people say that he sold his soul to the devil. I think he is the devil. Like, what the fuck kind of screenwriting is that? What the fuck was that? I think he is the devil. Like, that's fucking stupid. Like, the fucking scriptwriter of this movie, just like, I hope that he never writes another book movie and just dies or and just his wife leaves him and I hope that just like his kids just fucking hate him and that he dies alone as a hobo in the streets that gets spit on later because whoever wrote the script fucking sucks. Wow, Ian, tell us how you really feel. I mean, he might just be the <laughs> devil. So anyway, this whole this whole movie, we're, we're just like, we keep mentioning Pinky. Pinky's so badass. And then uh, the strip, Trixie, is just like, oh, I, ho- I hope he's, he's not coming at us. Oh no, people keep dying. Oh no, I can't take this. This is too much for me. Uh, and then, like, every time something happens, she's like, oh no, she's just so weak. And she can't fucking do anything. And she's just like the weakest character in the whole movie. And it's just like, oh yeah, it's just some, some little bitch that's just like, she can't do anything for herself. And then. Dur- then during the flash, she is Pinky, and then it's like she conveniently completely changes the most badass character fucking after is revealed in the flashback, which is another like it's already a horrible way of storytelling, but when it's revealed in the flashback how, like, badass she is, and then suddenly she becomes a badass and just pulls a ninja star out of her vagina and fucking kills Officer Fucks for no fucking reason. And then fucking badass out of hell and then just gets out, gets into this, uh, this hearse that was just chilling there that we've never seen before. Also, it's just... a question, Ian. When she was dry humping... That other girl, wouldn't that ninja star fucked her up in her vagina? <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking, again, terrible 
fucking screenwriting. I would imagine like that shit was sharp. She threw that shit at uh, that dude and it fucking killed him. Like he fucking died. Yeah. And well, poor well, poor well, officer fucked. I mean he was a little bitch, but still. Yeah, he didn't deserve well, to die. He deserved none of this. No. If <laughs> what if the other woman also had a ninja star in her badge? So, so instead of scissoring, they 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 were ninja starring. Um, <laughs> that goes down a rabbit hole. I don't. But what what if she, what if she had a ninja star sharpener in her vagina? <laughs> yeah. So instead of it like affecting, it's all it's doing is just sharpening. Yeah, I guess that. So makes they're kind of helping each other. To, to be honest, right? Well, I mean, in your world, Ryan, it makes sense. I feel like, though, they didn't in, give us enough information. In my world, I didn't write this fucking movie. I guess, yeah, I, I think <laughs> you did. Like, this sounds like, oh the, my God, this sounds like a 13-year-old Ryan. so fucking much. This sounds like 13-year-old Ryan wrote a script, and then somebody found it and made this a movie. That's what this sounds like. I believe that. <laughs> it, it, it's you know weird what? that you say that I cannot find my composition book. <laughs> I'm not surprised because I'm pretty sure when you was ten it. years old, you were watching Quentin Tarantino movies and jerking off, and so I am and, not and surprised. Hercules. And Hercules, and so I am not surprised if you are the actual writer of this movie. In fact, I'm gonna you know go look up IMDb well, that's right canon. now. That's that now canon. It's a nice plot twist because it was 13. Hey, where's the flashback, Ryan? Let's do a flashback to you at ten years old, and yeah. you're like writing the script. Thanks for uh, <laughs> confirming. Thanks for confirming, Ryan. Hey, what? look, I'm yeah, IMDb. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, I can actually change the facts on IMDb. I'm just going to write that Ryan yeah. wrote this movie. Do that. That's not canon. I'll put it in the Ryan trivia. Wrote the trivia. <laughs> bitch slap. Yeah. No, excuse me, not bitch slap. Bitch slap! Yep. Yeah. I, I think if I would have wrote this movie at 13, I think those, those ladies would have had bigger tits. They I mean, already had huge tits. Ryan, Ryan, you, you would have been bigger. Ryan, you can write what you want to write, yeah. but at the end of the day, you only wrote it. Just because you the other people, the other people got the back actresses. In yeah. Besides, yeah. you're the writer, you're not the director or yeah. the producer or okay, the cast okay, director. Sir. You have no control. Yeah, right. They like stole that. your writing, you, Ryan. You're right. You're right. I don't. You're right. I only had a budget for B cups, so go ahead and sue me. Yeah, that's right. So you admit. Would you like to know what uh, the um, opening weekend for this movie was in January 10th, 2010? This came out in theaters? Yeah, it's got an opening weekend in the USA. Guess how much money it made? Nice. How much do you think? A thousand nine hundred dollars. A thousand? Okay. Ryan, how much do you think I'd it made? I'd say at least two hundred thousand. Wow. You're pretty generous, Ryan. It only made twelve thousand. That's said opening weekend. <laughs> well, I only say that because, you know, look at the fucking cost of <laughs> Oh, but guess what? Guess how much it grossed in the USA total. So opening weekend, twelve thousand two hundred fifty-four. Guess what the total is. They grossed in USA. Yes. Let's just add another two grand, maybe. Okay, so you're saying fourteen thousand. Ian, what you giving it? What do you think it made in the USA total? 
Maybe fifteen. Fifteen. Seventeen thousand. Seventeen thousand three hundred sixty five. But but guess how much it made worldwide. Nothing, dude. Worldwide. Guess how much the room made. Yeah. How guess how much worldwide though? Worldwide. How much money did it generate? In the USA, it generated seventeen thousand. In the world, what do you think it generated? Twenty one. Twenty one? All right. Ryan? 50,000? Well, Ryan's first answer was actually right. It generated about $200,000 total worldwide. Huh. I, I, because I'm a bunch of European horny yep. like Ian yep. all spent their like $10 currency <laughs> at, the bar, at the bargain bin just like Ian did. I think that's probably how that <laughs> happened. I, I would say that. It doesn't it say wasn't that. in the bargain bin, dude. It, it was like right front of the center. It was right next to American yeah. history. It's like Pulp Fiction and like all the most badass movies that Walmart has. And then it was bitch slap. Yeah. And I looked at that cover and I was like, wow, this, this movie looks terrible. Did, you know, did, Walmart, did Walmart have no idea where to put that movie? No. This movie just came also, a couple of weeks before, I, I just bought a movie called Hellride, which was also terrible, which we should cover at some point, definitely. Um, so, alright, so what, one time, actually I think it was Target, not Walmart. I was at Target, and I saw this movie called Hellride, and it had a badass art cover and shit, and I was like, I need this movie. And then it was terrible, but it was awesome. And then I went back and I saw Bitch Slap. And I was like, well, if Hellride proved me anything, I need this movie. And now, uh, nine years later, we're doing a podcast about it. So, I mean, that tells you all you know. Does anybody have anything good? We do need to get over to the good. Oh, I have so many good things. Hold on, Ian. Before you go down the rabbit hole, Ryan, why don't you give us some good? What do you got that's good? Um, What I thought was good about this movie was the shot on location green screens. Yeah, they were fantastic. Also, the action scenes. Which is also bad. That's... Oh, come on, man. No. Dude, there there was a scene where they were in the Swiss Alps. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. This was top grade green screen. That I haven't was, seen any better. Like that, to me, that was good. That was my favorite scene. I don't know. Where right. she's in the Swiss fucking that, that was the most useless scene ever. Ryan, and I don't know which yodels. is better. Hold on. Is that is that is that the best? Or when she it's jumps Hold on. When she jumps through the hey, window hey. and kicks through the glass and jumps in at that dude, is that the best scene? That was. Oh, also, don't forget the motorcycle that fucking destroyed the guy. Oh yeah, and then also after she like destroys that guy and bloods everywhere, she's like, "Get on my bike, baby. I'll take you for a ride." There's that too. Yeah, like yeah, the flashbacks were great. Is <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was so. I mean, this is like this movie is the epitome of so bad it's good. It's fucking terrible, but it is also at the same time just awesome. Yeah, yeah, but then 
Yeah, yeah. I thought so. And, and, and right before she yodeled, she fucking she had the guy's legs or the guy's head between her legs, and she just did like a little twist thing, and then just snapped his neck, which made no sense. I'm um while she's wearing fucking like fur bikini, like that's all she needed. She she didn't need any cover of her legs or torso or. Or her, or she her she was thing. fine. It was like it was, a, it was like a it, super it was, secret agent outfit. She was in bikini, but it was fur to keep her warm. That is true. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't see where the problem is here. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Right? That's no, yeah, we're, yeah, we're talking about the good. Yeah, we've established that we're. Well, hold on. I, I'll have to give it a good, and I'd say honestly, I think the editing is not the worst I've seen. Um, oh I, yeah, the editing is great. I think the editing is actually yeah. good. I think like some of the shots where they show like they'll have split screen shots where all their faces are reacting to something, and even if the actresses are terrible and the story plot is terrible, the editing and the transition between scenes and stuff, I actually didn't think was that bad. They actually had a pretty decent like editing and the camera shots too, like the the visual of the camera were actually good. Like, we've seen other movies where the, the camera the looks like dog shit. Like, the lighting and shit. It actually was good. Yeah. yeah. It, it, was, it was, like, a high-quality, big-budget, much bigger budget than it should have been. It's, it's weird to see such a bad movie where you can see the, the sweat drops, like, off of their stomachs. Or, yeah. Or on their tits. You can see, the like, the water, how the water... Water was splashing, and it and it really detailed that. I mean, as as useless as that scene was, just to show some little bit of gratuitous tits, even though they didn't really it's show cleavage. any. Cleavage. But but just but just to see how the water oh, just came off. It I, I amazing. I just remember something from the bad, fucking Hal's shirt never comes untucked for her from her skirt. It's unrealistic. Anyway, go on. So the sweat off their tits, man. I I swear. (laughs) It looks so. Yeah, it was so HD, man. Uh, I I love the the one-liners, and I wrote down all the one-liners while I was watching that last night. Here they are. Go for it. We've got big splash. That is just the perfect asshole. Just like she called a guy dick splash. It made no sense. Like it's not all, but it, it shut him the hell up. And then he says, "I you couldn't resist Mr. Sticky for too long." We've got psycho rug munchery. Oh, that's right. I knew you couldn't resist Mr. Sticky much longer. Fur Pie Jamboree. Fuck you, Joyride. I have a photojournalistic memory. My mom wishes I was born a midget. You shot off my tea bag. You take orders better than a Bangkok bum boy. Shut up, Axeman. Show us your grabber. They tried to fondle our num-nums. Sometimes you just gotta know how to figure these old beauties. 
where is the most outrageous place you've ever been keyholed? I don't have time to be dry fucked tonight. Grab my nuts and call me Sally. You're in here gashing bash. I'm not the one here plummeting the depths of cooterlicious, pretending to be something I'm not. I need help getting off. There's a book. There's a book that hell's reading. And if you read the title of the book, it says, Slutty Bitches in Post-Feminist America. Um, fire in your hole. The bitch is back, baby. Who says drugs are bad for you? I'm going to booty bang bitch slap your ass. Open wide, psycho slut. Live my boobs, skank twat. Blow me. Blow my biscuits. I'm too weak and vulnerable. Can Tracy come out to die? If you're not gonna fight, then you're gonna fuck. The women's movement will hoist my skirt until all eternity. We're all bitches in the end. Girls gotta get her jolly somehow. And then the very last one, the last one, where the whole reveal of Trixie Bane Pinky, the most badass evil person ever who played everybody, Hell says, go to hell. And then Trixie just turns her head and she says, last one's in a rotten egg. And then it repeats, last one's in a rotten egg. Last one is a rotten egg. Like the most badass insult ever. It's like, what the fuck? That's what I said in elementary school. Mm-hmm. So what do you all have to say about this? Uh, I think you missed one. Maybe I just didn't hear you say it, but uh, did you get axe wound in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I okay, well then you did not miss one, sir. Was between, that was between you take orders better than a Bangkok bum boy and show us your grabber. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, that's probably what that was at. It was kind of earlier on in the movie. Yeah, right. She's like, shut up, Axe Wound. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, Axe Wound. Yeah, just like, yeah. Yeah, that's the name for a vagina. That made, like, the least amount of sense. <laughs> yeah, have, like, uh... kind of, like, a resembled vagina, but... Yeah. Do you yeah. have any other goods for this? That was great. Oh, yeah, dude, the fucking special effects were incredible. The... All the explosions. There were so many goddamn explosions, especially the glory hole where everybody's just like shooting everything and it's all just that yeah, ending just fight scene at the glory hole was just insanity. Like there was literally like <laughs> rockets. Like you could see just the in the CGI background, like just rockets just traveling behind them. No big deal. There's just a rocket just shooting behind somebody just as they're like and just, just in fighting the middle somebody. Of fucking Las Vegas. The, the rockets that were firing, like literally rocket launcher shooting rockets, look like just fireworks going off in the background. Like it's just, it's just these rockets. Yeah, it's like this. Yeah, like I said, this it, actual it's so fight. Bad, it's good. This actual fight, if it happened in real life, would be like major news. Like, there would be a manhunt for everybody involved from the FBI. Like, the military would get involved in this. There was the most insane fight they had in the middle 
of like probably the most populated area of LA. There was like rockets going off, gunshot, like helicopters were involved. Yeah, and, and you show you show two people who just got buried. And they're just like having fun, they're walking down the street. Oh shit, people are shooting at each other. Yeah. Oh, I did see that like a second ago. Yeah, like if that happened in real life, <laughs> like they would not just be able to just end up at the desert. They would be hunted forever. Like that was the most violent display of anything. I I, yeah, don't, I don't think anybody would have been alive. No, no. Yeah, right first, yeah, everybody's just shooting bullets everywhere. Nobody gets killed except for the like, Take, take, the cops it, take it even if they not, yeah. not get hit by a rocket they were they were those of a fucking rocket they would have died yeah no they would have died by the rocket for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> just a, just a gust of wind alone would have pushed their bodies they, they would have died yeah what else you got for good you got, you got anything, Ryan? I I just have I just have one more for good, and that is I can appreciate that this movie to me it paid homage to a lot of the seventies, eighties, and nineties these sexploitation action movies with mm-hmm. buxom babes. Big guns, no mercy, no masculinity. Yeah, the no, And no straightforward plot. Yeah. That, exactly. That's something I thought. And, and um, because you know we yeah. can treat this movie like this is the this is the only one of its kind, but no. There there are some really good ones and some really bad ones throughout the years. And it's just growing up, seeing all, all of these for years, and it's just like, man, they 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 are still pumping those out. That's right. And and it seems like these budgets are getting bigger and bigger. Sometimes smaller and smaller. I couldn't find the budget for this. I was looking. I searched it. I can find what it made. I can't find the budget for it though. It's like it's either really cheap or really expensive. It was only released in three theaters <laughs> in America. Three theaters had it. Wow, like I, I think it's, uh, it's on my DVD. There's like a whole bunch of like special features and interviews and really? like it, it's like really yeah, it, it's it's like when you buy like a regular like Hollywood blockbuster and oh, it's got like all the behind the scenes shit. It's it's the same thing, That's but wild. it's not. It's like it's trying so hard to be a big blockbuster, but it's just like it can't stop being a piece of shit. It. Yeah. I, I felt like it started as a big budget until when all the lighting, the CGI, the the special effects, and the Hercules Legendary Journey actors was on board. Then they were on a strict budget. Yeah, it's like it's like half the like the producers and directors and everything just like just quit like one third of the way through. <laughs> I, I felt like. Like the other actors, like the Tweakers or uh, even the cop, were probably like. Bucks. Yeah, I, I they were probably a part of the film crew. Yeah, that, that, that's how the budget went out. That actually makes a lot of sense. I could see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Like even the the black dude who was just bouncing that chick on him, uh, and when we first see him, and he gets killed by the motorbike. Yeah. 
Like he was probably just a film crew, actually. <laughs> he comes he comes back in the in the, the flashback of the glory hole. He too. does come like, back in like, that fight. He's everybody like, everybody does. It's oh, just yeah. like Yeah. Like all the henchmen, like all like, Everybody just comes like I, I love it. It's just like like the they keep talking about the glory hole and the whole movie you're like, What the fuck are you talking about? Until there's finally the flashback of the glory hole, and the glory hole is the like is the climax of the movie, yeah. and they fucking put the climax of the movie in a flashback. In a flashback, <laughs> it's like this movie is revolutionary. Yeah, no, it'll change the game for sure. If people actually watch it; it'll change the game. Um, all right, I think I'm gonna go ahead and get us into facts because it's very short. And then we could get into well, well we're, real game. quick. I have the best good of them all okay. is hot chicks doing things in slow motion. Um, yeah, that's a good and a bad because with, they did with beat the cleavage. Because they beat that. The they beat that over the head to the point where it became a bad. But it, you, know, you, I it, haven't seen so much cleavage in my life. It's true, so much cleavage, <laughs> but, but nothing else. Like, you don't see beyond it. It's the ultimate tease, like a movie tease. You're right. Uh, Which the, and then just showed the actress in a full frontal dude in a Playboy. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yep, but not like, on that movie. Not on that movie. Anyway, um, anyway go ahead. Uh, this is a funny uh, fact, actually. Uh, the desert scenes where the majority of the locations were shot appear to be hot and arid. But in fact, filming was done in mid to late March when it was still winter. And the temperature during the day seldom rose above 60 degrees in the sun, with wind chills making the outdoor temperature even lower. The cast, including the three female leads, spent most of the time between takes literally shivering under heavy winter coats that the wardrobe Holy department shit. brought along. <laughs> yeah, like, you know how cold they had to be with, no wonder why they probably couldn't act right. The whole time they're freezing their ass off because they're wearing like almost no clothes, like very little clothes, and and then it's like cold as fuck where they're really shooting. Like that's so crazy. Uh, the other facts are, are real dumb. The other facts are the film stars, you know, among others, Lucy Lawless, Renee O'Connor, Kevin Sorbo, and Michael Hurst, the principal actor starring in Xena: Warrior Princess and Hercules: The Legendary Journeys. Uh, and Zoe Bell has done stunts for Lucy Lawless and Xena Warrior Princess. That's it. Those are the three facts that they have here in IMDb. <laughs> that, I, I have to go back. That is hilarious. That like they're it's like cold as fuck, and they're, they're just they held it down. Like I had no idea watching this. It, it looked hot. <laughs> yeah, and it, it looked really hot. Yeah, and then just like all they they actually did a good job acting. Like it was hot. For nothing, no. they made no money off of it. Nope. <laughs> it was like no. for no reason. They were probably just pissed after that. Uh, like, Michael fucking stupid. <laughs> Michael Hurst was the first person I recognized in this movie. Uh, yeah. I, at first, I, I I was trying to figure out where have I seen his face. It wasn't until I saw Kevin Servo, then seeing Lucy Lawless, I put all three together and realized that. Michael Hurst plays um, Aeolus, who is Hercules' best friend in the series. He's the one that always gets in trouble and always gets in danger. Yeah, I Hercules remember the guy. always has to save him. Who is he in Bishlock? 
He was um he was the guy in the beginning. The Bad Boss? Yeah. The, oh, no with, shit. with the bad really? accent. Yeah. Really? That, that's Eolus. Yep. Huh. Yep. What are you <clears throat> learning shit today? There you go. You you learn you always learn things with Ryan. He's the man. That's true. Um, all right, so what are we rating this movie? How we do ratings is we rate on a scale for production quality and then entertainment. So we'll start with a production, and I will say I'll give it uh, seven winter coats needed to film this actual movie. Um, I didn't think it was bad. Like I said, some of the the the, the editing was good. The the shots on location at least were good. The CGI backgrounds were terrible when, like, jumping through snow, like, just in the Alps, or, like, fucking jumping through a window, <laughs> like, karate kicking through a window yeah, no, was, like, like, so bad. Like, ah. Yeah, that shit was terrible. But, like, uh, but beyond... This, <laughs> but that, it was hilarious. Yes, it was. Like, yes, it was. was my favorite part. And compared to a lot of the other movies that we've seen in this podcast, for sure, I'd give it, like, a 7. I would even be tempted to give it higher, but I'll sit at a 7. Uh, yeah, seven. Yeah, that, that's really like pessimistic. Give it a seven. Yeah. So, what are you giving it, uh, Ian? I, like as far as quality goes, it's it's like nine. I mean, it's all blue screen and shit, but like, and it's not believable. But it's not cheesy either. I mean, well, no, it is nine. What? So yeah, nine. What? Uh, no, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it down to eight. Eight uh, gallons of water that they <laughs> spill all over themselves. Nice. Now, let's add a, a new thing. Well, actually, all right. Before I add a new thing, Brian, go ahead. Why not? Whatever new thing you add, we save it because the next episode can technically be our next quote unquote season. Because that will be yeah, starting yeah. the stuff that's not from the you know the song. Like I'll be changing the song next episode. So. Uh, just a suggestion, but we could do it now if you like. Go oh, ahead, go so ahead, Ryan. Ryan. What's production quality? Quality for, for quality, it, it's like, sorry guys, I just want I wanted to give it a higher number, but it seemed like after every all the the budget was spent, it seemed like they, they just ran out of money. So hey, they spent a lot of money on water. Yeah, a lot, a lot of all, all <laughs> water and nice outfits, just not good locations. So, <laughs> yeah, it's all blue screen. So I honestly, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go half here, and give it like five plot twists that I didn't really understand. All right, that works. <laughs> well, only five. Yeah, he would. Well, yeah, I get that. That's your. That's your. Yeah. It would have been uh, hard until they ran out of money. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, good good point. Um, now um. Uh, Entertainment wise, I is full blown ten. I like I this movie's a roller coaster. Like this is just like nonstop laughing and just like if it's not hot bitches doing things in slow motion, then it's nonstop action. If it's not nonstop action, then it's just hilarious one liners. And if it's not that, then I'm laughing at something else. So it is straight up. 10, 10 uh, fucking boobs, like fucking cleavage shots. Got you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it um, 
six times somebody died by a ninja sword for no reason. Um, I didn't enjoy it as much. It was it was good. Really? There was some fun stuff. There was some fun stuff with it for sure, like that. But I guess for me, like some of the stuff that really took it out for me, like on my second watching, I was just like skipping over a bunch of parts. They were like, okay, here they dance in the water. Okay, here they're shoveling slow. Like, the slow-mo shit really just, like, whatever. Like, the stuff I liked, eh, maybe six is too weak. I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven. I'll bump it up to a seven. Because it, there was a lot of fun stuff. Oh, yeah. And it was a lot of fun stuff with it. But um, there, there is a bit of that stuff that really bog it down. And um, <clears throat> the needless sex scene for whatever that was like nothing. Everybody with their clothes on, just dry humping, very aggressively. Like it was just it was so aggressive. Yeah, it was like I'll just skip over this part because this is stupid. This is stupid. But then like all the like ninja star throwing and sword slashing and rockets just blowing up in the background, like that shit is hilarious. Like there is some really good stuff with <laughs> yeah. it. So yeah, I mean, I actually understand why you give it a ten, and I respect it, but. I, I feel like some of the negatives of it really drag it down for me, and I sit at a seven, so I'll give it a seven. Ryan. Ryan. Once again, I'm I'm going halfway. I'm giving it a five. What the fuck? Really? When, when we watched this movie together, you were like, this is the best movie ever. Yeah, I was drunk as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is Sober Ryan talking. All right, Sober Ryan. Yeah, what do, what this, is, this is Sober Ryan saying that, yes, there was some laughs and th- there was some some good a- action and all that. But, again, it's just – it's it's like I'm not saying the bad outweighs the good or the good outweighs the bad. It's 50-50. So that's why I'm, give, I'm, I'm meeting it halfway here. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. We we don't need to hear any more of this. Alright. Anyway, so we we have a, a new thing which is uh storytelling. Uh, for storytelling, I give it three explosions. Yeah, I I, Cause I it was it was just the worst. Yeah, I'd have to say that as well. I'd have to say, um uh let's see uh, th- three. Uh, shit, I'm blanking right now. But I, I give it a three as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, no, no. All right. Yeah, three I, I, I just three ninja stars. Three ninja stars stuck. Three, three ninja stars stuck in a woman's badge. That, that's what I'll say. All right. Three, three uh, ninja stars yeah. stuck in women's badges. Yeah, that's what I give it. Yeah. I, I agree. Storytelling was terrible. Backtracking and all that. Ryan, let me guess. You're giving this an eight on the storytelling, right? <laughs> or are you gonna meet Whoa. in the middle again and give it a five? <laughs> like Go I said, ahead, I, could, Brad. I could I could give it a one, but <laughs> but you know I, I I at least tried to hang on. So you know this movie deserved more than a one on the storytelling. What do you give it, Ryan? One, two, three, four. I, I'll, I'll give it. Because there was the whole Kaiser Sose. Hey, thing. Ryan gave it a two. He gave it a two. That's all right, man. Two what? Um, two notable actors I wanted to see more in this movie. Ah, I can feel that. That sounds good. All right, so that's a new rating. 
And we'll be doing that from here on with the storytelling function too. I like it, Ian. We'll keep it in there for Hell sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So next movie. Why don't you give us a little rundown of the next movie? Not not too much into it because I want to get this clip so we can start recording the next movie. But what is it, Ian? Break it, hooker. Amazing. This movie really blew my mind. It is. Yeah, insane. me too. It is I've heard about this movie. I saw it for the first time like two months ago. You're welcome. I've heard about it. Ian, you're welcome. I didn't hear about it from you. Yes, so. you did. <laughs> no, yes, I didn't. Did. Yeah. I heard about it through the movie So Badly Good Facebook group. And everybody was like, freaking over this, freaking over that. I was like, I got to check this out. Holy shit, it's available for a watch party. So I know a watch party, never before seen it before, with my fellow admins. Nobody's seen it before, and we just like we lost our minds watching yeah, this. It's pretty cool. Uh, shout out to Matthew Curious, who was the other admin watching it with me, nice. and uh, and it was just like we lost our minds. And I, like I was, I wasn't even finished watching it. I was like halfway through, and I texted both of y'all, and I was like, we need to do Frank Tucker That's as it. soon as possible. And, and what what did I text you? You're welcome. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what a douche, Ryan. Shut up. All right. Hey, hey. I, I'm only, I'm only, you know, plot twist. I'm only giving the truth. Yeah. All right. Know? Let's do our flashback. That's all I have. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna end <laughs> this episode. This is uh, movie so bad they're good. Thank you all for listening. You can see more of it at whosnextgaming.com. We have more of that as well as just other movies, comics, and video game talk from other podcasts on Who's Next Gaming. You can find that at Who's Next Podcast. Um, Ian, you want to shout out anything about your Facebook group? Yeah, you know, the uh, well, we are huge now. They're good. Night Cold Classics in camp. Well, I think last episode we did, we were at, like we just reached ten thousand. We're at, like fourteen thousand. We would be more than fourteen, but I, like we're growing so fast, we've been to nine people. If you join this group and you don't have, you don't answer the questions, we will not allow you in. That's how big we're getting now. I guess okay. it helps or, keep some of the bots and shit out too, huh? Well, I mean, there's people who just like post a picture or a movie trailer with no text. And we don't want that. We want discussion. So, uh, and uh, yeah, um, it, it's, it's pretty insane that we're doing watch parties on a daily basis, multiple times a day. And it's, it's just crazy now. Um, this was up. Yeah. Right. You got anybody to shout out? As always, I do. New year, new episodes from my boys at the UK, Horror Cult Trash and other. They just wrapped up the year with um, <sighs> the uh, best and worst of 2019. Nice. And now the beginning of 2020, they, they just dropped an episode of the most anticipated movies. Plus, their first movie for this year is the Blair Witch Project 2 uh, book. Shadows. Oh, all right. Or no, I'm sorry. It's Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Project too. Yada yada yada. Mm. All right. Well, that's happy awesome. Happy New Year, by the way. Oh yeah, Happy New Year. This is us getting back together after the New Year. So, uh, Happy New Year to all. Yes, definitely so. And um, thank y'all for joining us. We are out of here from Bitch Slap. <laughs>